0: Night, faithful nationals. What a lovely crowd we have here tonight. And I'm here tonight because on the last rally, it was the global port concern, but now it's the global port crisis a man made crisis by Gaston Brown because he opened up his mouth. And telling people how they're extorting us, how they're manipulating us. And although it is true, you are the Prime Minister and you are responsible for this industry. And you have put the industry into a crisis. So now you know what the God, I think is supposed to meet tomorrow. I don't know if it's in Antigua, it's Miami. So they have to go on and do the grovel, grovel, beg, beg. Oh, my begs, my sorry, my sorry, Jack, I'm sorry, Dad. I would ask the Prime Minister if he's man enough to repeat the same statements that got us into that crisis. You know the problem with him is that he doesn't know when to keep his mouth shut. And that is the problem with a Prime Minister that feels that he can pull Iraq every and every individual in Antigua and Barbuda. You need to learn to shut your mouth. And to listen yes. to the people of Antigua and Barbuda, your employers. Yes. And if you do not listen to your employer, we are going to fire you. Yes. When you invite the devil into paradise, you have to pay a price. Yes. That is what Global Ports Holding is. Because We are an independent nation running our own internal affairs since February of 1967. The last time we were not in charge of our main industrial product, our tourism, was back then. 52, 53 years later, we are giving away our main industry to be managed by others. The last time that happened, It was factory, sugar factory. So how are we gonna talk about we are progressing to be what entrepreneurial socialism and all of a sudden now Antigua is a better country than it was then. But now somebody is managing your main industry. You see what happened to the prime minister? I don't think he listens to good advice. And why I say this is because all of this stuff that is happening with Global Ports holding has happened before. And the reasons why they are telling you now that, oh, government don't have no money to fix up the port and dredge the harbor and do the upgrade and renovations. They say, oh, we don't know how to manage our tourism product. In the United States of America in the 1990s, There was a man by the name of Bill Clinton, President Clinton, and he went down the same path that you see this government is going with Global Port. You know what America did? They outsourced their industry, the work, to China and India. They said that they could make more money, more profit, if they had a cheaper workforce that will produce the products that they wanted a generation later 25 to 30 years later do you know who is the greatest economic rival to the united states of america china the same people that they went and outsourced their industries to so why are we outsourcing our the management of our industry it is shown to you that that led to problems in america and you know what happened Bill Clinton, because of that policy, is the one that gave birth to Donald Trump, because the same areas where the Democrats sent those jobs overseas, the Rust Belt, the Northeast of America, we're talking about Pennsylvania, we're talking about Iowa, we're talking about Detroit, the Rust Belt. These are the areas, although Hillary Clinton won the popular vote, she got more votes overall. The people in the Rust Belt said, You outsourced our work. Jobs which traditionally father, son, grandson, nephew, niece worked in those industries, they sold out their people. And what I am telling you, what happened in America, which has all the money in the world, And they're telling us, oh, we don't have money, so we can't do it. And we can't manage our own affairs. It happened where they had all the money in the world. They did the same foolishness by outsourcing their industry. And what is going to happen in America? It is going to happen here. When you invite the devil into paradise, you must pay a price. And that price is too much for you and me. And we need to stand up paid for nationals against this foolishness. Look at the eight years of the reign of Bill Clinton in the United States. And although at that point in time, like you hear them saying in Antigua know, the intellectuals, you're having all the technicians who come forward on behalf of the government to tell us what a great policy it is to outsource the management of your ports. It was the same thing they said in the 1990s in the United States. They thought that because it was cheaper to do by letting the Chinese do the bulk of the work and they're getting the bulk of the profit, that it made sense. But when you give up your industries, the Chinese are the ones who gain the experience in these industries. They not only gave up the work, but they gave up the know-how the ability to produce. And that is what is happening here in Antigua and Barbuda. This has not happened in 52 years where we are not managing our own chief economic product. And if you are not managing it and your children are not managing it for another generation, then just like the Americans have the problem, they are getting the experience. And your children and my children Are not getting the experience they need to run the industry. It is not only political independence that my grandfather sought for his people, it is economic resilience, ability to manage your own affairs, and to provide and to train the future generations. If we don't do that, I don't have that capacity, you know, chief main product of tourism then this country is in a serious serious problem and it's not just for this generation it is going to be a generational problem when you invite the devil into paradise you will pay a price because what they are doing these Caribbean leaders is allowing these companies to get a foothold into Caribbean tourism and when they get a, fo- a foothold, a generation from now, they're not going to give it up easily. People don't give up power just like that. People don't give up easy money just like that. So when you come to tell me you have a contract and you give them 30 years and the option for 10, they're not going to go of that. And we, and unfortunately, we may have passed by that time. Future generations are going to have to redo what papa and them 39ers did already so we were going around in a circle and it needs to stop we're going to break that circle right here in this generation for the betterment of our future generations are you broke up that circle that circle even broke down tear down up, because it's no good for you it's no good for me it's no good for antigua and barbuda Better late than never. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, I have a few more words. And I'm getting to, I'm a very emotional guy and I'm feeling very emotional emotional tonight. Because what is happening here cannot be a man's legacy to his people. We send the children abroad for scholarships, to train, to better themselves, to have the know-how how to run our country when they come home where are the opportunities with this global poor deal to run your country are we providing for the future generations it is not happening i don't see any of that faithful nationals it is up to you to fire every last blasted one of them starting with gaston brown get rid of him that is how we will break this circle the biggest failure of a prime minister in the entire Caribbean, and the one person solely responsible for the cruise ship crisis. The only good thing out of this crisis is that for one week, after putting his foot in his mouth, you have had the pleasure of not hearing the sound of his voice. Gaston, man, Gaston, come out and tell us about the cruise industry exploiting us. I want to hear you come back with that now because I know tomorrow at that meeting is grovel, grovel, beg, beg. Grovel, grovel, beg, beg. That's all that's going to happen because you nearly put a significant amount of employees in this industries out of work. I believe that the cruise ship industry is going to come correct and come bring those boats back to Antigua. Not because they love us so much, but it's gonna cost them to shift those boats in such a short period of time. It'd be more economical just to continue with the schedule that they had. So that is the only comfort I have. I'm not confident in Max Fernandez going there leading any delegation. I'm not confident in Robin Yearwood backing him up or supporting him. As Max loves to say, he listened to his technicians. But to be honest with you, what I heard happened there at the first meeting and these these meetings to sign this agreement it was pretty pathetic. Because I hear global port is there, all the delegation, and Max Fernandez there. Max busts open this big textbook, spiral textbook, and Max sit down with the textbook to negotiate rigorous, serious, cutthroat negotiation on behalf of the Antiguan and Barbudan people. You know what Max have to say? Tonight at the Luke's, at 6.30 p.m., is Bruce Lee in Enter the Dragon. At 8.35, is Jackie Chan in The Drunken Master. And at 10.35, it is Shaolin Monks versus Ninja Assassins. So, GPH officials, now Global Port say, boy, boy Max, you're really, you're really, you really going hard on us, dear man. You really, really, we never saw this one coming. <laughs> this is really going too hard. We don't know what to do. So one of the delegates say, "You know what? Put your hand in your pocket." He say, "Here's $45 for three tickets <laughs> to Jackie Chan in the Drunken Master." You know what Max say? Okay, thanks guys. Um, where you want me to sign the deal? <laughs> Where do you want me to put my signature? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, let us get back to some serious things, you know. The reality is, the Chinese do not outsource their work. They do not outsource their industries. They can't even get a job in a Chinese kitchen for cooked fried rice. <laughs> they leave the dumb black leaders in the Caribbean like Gaston Brown to do that for them. We are outsourcing our work that we are supposed to do as a proud nation to global port management. Chinese workers know how to build airports at Coolidge. The Chinese workers know how to build multi-purpose centres down at Perry Bay. The Chinese worker knows how to farm as they are leasing them large tracts of land in the east of the island. I suppose now you'll hear from the government that we can't even manage our food production. Taxi drivers, If any of you think you'll be benefiting from the Global Ports Agreement, you are highly mistaken. You are highly mistaken and you need to stand up for yourself and for Antigua and Barbuda with the faithful nationals. Because what I am telling you, taxi drivers, the best predictor of future behavior is past behavior. And let me tell you what is going to happen to you. If you go to the VC Bird International Airport and you see how they have those red caps up there, when they used to be accustomed to go onto the carousel and take your bags off the carousel and carry it and put it in the back of your car, they have left those men out there to fend for themselves with about 10 to 15 feet after you come out of customs and to the curbside. That is the space where they work to feed their families and to pay their bills and to send their children to school. That is what they're going to do to the taxi drivers if Global Port Holdings come into Antigua and Barbuda. You will be on the outside of Heritage Key looking in. Like the red caps. You need to stand with the faithful nationals. Farmers, are you safer with labor? Taxi drivers, are you safer with labor? Antigans, are you safer with labor? Faithful nationals, are you all safer with labor? No, No, sir. Gaston Brown and the other dim-witted regional leaders have given Global Ports a foothold into the Caribbean tourism industry, a market that they will not be letting go of at any point in time, even after the initial agreement has expired. And that is a danger. But when you invite the devil into paradise, we are going to pay a price. Ladies and gentlemen, until I come again, have a very good night and we will be back again.